<laughs> you know I always have pizza at least once a week. That's just baseline self-care. True. What you about to get? Yo, I do not like to cheat on pizza bones. They got the sourdough crust, the classic mini pepperonis, and a whole ass wine bar, aka friend bar, if that's not the cutest thing ever, next door with thoughtful natural wine picks. They'll even help you pick one out for your hot date. Those little cookies with sea salt, though. Exactly. Don't sleep on pizza bones. Open every day except Tuesdays for dinner. Solid price for shareable sizes. As well as hosts of Pride Prom mini markets and a sick patio for great hangs. Pizza bones is for the people. Check them out. Yo, you feel that? Dog, that's that's queer retrograde, queer baby. Retrograde, baby. What's going on, Queer Retrograde? I am Hobbs. I use they, them pronouns. And I'm LJ. I use any pronouns. And it is December. Mm. Yeah. I mean, talk about really getting into everything with this season. Everything. Everywhere. All at once. The most underrated Christmas movie. Yeah. Yeah. We had to watch it recently for the perspective. I'm still crying. Yeah. Same. I mean, every day. Well, <laughs> you <got> yeah. <laughs> every day, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, if you didn't listen to the grief episode yet, <laughs> I feel like this episode is a great, not necessarily palate cleanser, but just, I guess we're rising back to the surface here. We're mm-hmm. in some pretty pretty deep depths there, but mm-hmm. love languages, but we'll get into that later. What, what really needs to be known right now is not only everything everywhere all at once, literally and metaphorically. But also, Hallmark did it this year. <laughs> they really did that shit. Like what did they do, they <laughs> they came out with a great Christmas movie mm-hmm. that the whole time I was waiting for cringe. I was waiting to feel icky. I was waiting to feel. Well, there were still some cringe moments. Don't get their ho- hopes up too high. Well, the fact okay, that one okay. of the per- one of the people was a lawyer and like was like I oh, love yeah. the law. <laughs> We just don't know what kind of law she was talking about. It could have been anything. But her toe was definitely giving cops. So I was like, ugh. Yeah. Her whole vibe. I mean. Yeah. Her whole vibe. Okay, well, whatever. Two lesbians (laughs) with typical Hallmark problem, which when I say that, I mean the problem was just imaginary. (laughs) So it was kind of, it was a relief. A relief that they're like, we're fake dating, but who's going to be the first one to you know, break and say that we're really dating because we caught feelings. So Mm -hmm. that's a great holiday problem to have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they have like 20 million holiday (laughs) events that they go to just like it seems like everyone does these days. (laughs) I just love how the community, both this film and that other gay film we saw, which I still forget the name of, Uh they just had their whole community come together to get them together. Like, you know, they don't mention gayness at all in this one, which is nice. It was just like, yeah, my daughter's gay, let's move on. I want her to be with this person. Yeah. Real bad. Yeah. I'll do anything. Yeah. And mom did do anything. Mm-hmm. But not in your classic mom way in holiday movies. I mean, she did, but she also, like, the subplot with mom is that we didn't have to have a confrontation. Right. <laughs> mom and dad checked themselves. Well, and, yeah, mom had a convo with her roommate. Yeah. And that's really what did it. About yeah. boundaries. Boundaries! <laughs> Oh, I hope yours are 
as strong as they need to be this year, guys. I'm boundarizing. I'm praying for everyone. Let the boundaries boundary. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but yeah. So maybe maybe watch that movie. Yeah. Maybe watch any of the 60 TikToks I posted. I oh think there's God. just plenty of content right now. No. <laughs> if you need to dissociate, you can do it. I got you. <laughs> yeah, our Instagram profile is now a TikTok playlist uh, TV channel. Courtesy of Hob. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. You're all actually so welcome. I've been hoarding them for, mm-hmm. for months now, so something had to be done. Yeah. But yeah, outside of that, maybe do a little check in with the cast and crew before we dive into today's topic. Take it away, LJ. All right. So we're doing uh, Right Now I Am. Let <laughs> me <laughs> ponder over how I am. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very lethargic. <laughs> I am sleepy. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I'm like fully bleeding right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry if that's TMI for the listeners, but that's just the goddamn truth. We've never held back on the truth. It's just the truth. <laughs> Why start I'm now? Like, yeah, and I've been like going through lots of hormonal things and holiday things family things personal things oh geez not personal it's just been a ride yeah and today on the ride i'm here (laughs) (laughs) oh shit yeah um yeah thank you so much for sharing (laughs) i hope that answers the prompt oh it did how are you with i (laughs) Right now, I'm feeling good. I, I woke up in a great mood. I have energy today. <laughs> I, yeah, I feel, I'm bringing the suitcase and I have plenty to share. The suitcase? I, the suitcase of fun. The suitcase of good oh. energy. Um, yeah. Okay. We can pack ourselves up in it and go for a little little walk into Conspiracy Town. Mm. Wherever we need to go. But yeah, I, I'm feeling pretty good. The sun, just the sun being out really helps me. Mm. And the rain was wild this week. When you hear two inches of rain coming, I was like, ha, oh, whatever. Now when I hear two inches of rain, I know. <laughs> it means we're going to Shrek's hometown. Like, it was straight up Swamp City out here. But the cool part of that being the ocean was just really lashing. And, like, everyone had their dogs out. And I got to meet two dogs today. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. And it just always hits different when the ocean sings so voraciously back to me as I sing to her mm-hmm. when I'm out there with my little headphones and I'm just pointing, dancing, living, laughing, loving. Mm-hmm. So yeah, right now, Hobbs is good. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's get into it. Love languages. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys know, I only learned that this, I only learned this this year, the five love languages that we all have heard about, the first sensationalized, you know, set if you will Mm -hmm. of them was designed to just have women feel bad for saying no to sex with their husbands yeah typical like (laughs) (laughs) it was written by some i i I might be getting the religion wrong but i think he's christian and he wrote this you know as a man of god and like all this shit about just heterosexual marriages can really blossom if we apply these things i'm like I guess that is the 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 
the tail end worst part of maybe the intention that he was consciously or unconsciously bringing to the set. Mm -hmm. But if you do think about it, yeah, if someone's like, I don't care how mad I am at you, like, you always need to bring me gifts, like, type shit. It's, Mm -hmm. like, what, what kind of sentence is that? Yeah, it's weird. In general. Like, it's interesting to hear you say that. I'm wondering if I knew that, like, if someone told me that in the past, and that's why I've been so just... Like, when someone asks me, oh, what's your love languages or something, I'm just so, like, resistant. Mm. Like, I just feel such a, like, an internal friction towards it. And then I was trying to think about why, and I'm like, maybe it's because it's, like, kind of pathologizing, like, something that just feels so intuitive to me. Right. Um, Or something like that. But it makes sense that that would be the origins when it with all this like friction (laughs) that I feel whenever anyone brings it up and I mean I know it's super helpful to like tell people how to love you right Mm. and like that's how we learn how to love each other but it's just like yeah and then the fact there was there's like four or five that are really well known that just kind of like everything has to like lump into these categories somehow or Mm -hmm. something like i don't know i've just always been like bro the love languages are like i don't want to invest my time and energy into this Mm -hmm. i mean that's fair like it's it's not big enough and that's why we have to dedicate Mm -hmm. this might just be a part one honestly there's so many different love languages and ways to show up and show out from under the neurotypical to neurodivergent umbrellas of what those things look like. It's, this was a very exciting research episode for me. Because uh-huh. I always see <clears throat> stuff on Instagram or TikTok about how people show love and all that. But yeah, yeah I never really have it. Like, I never really, like, talk about that much. I feel like people talk about, oh, yeah, like, I really like parallel play, but, like, yeah, no, it's just exciting to dig further into. Yeah, and mm. then I remember a while ago we had a dinner with our friend Serena, and Serena sent mm. us this, like, book or article or whatever. This part, it's called Speaking from the Heart by Anne Hodder Ship, and it has 18 different love languages. There we go. So there's, like, that expansion pack that someone sent us a while ago. I ha- Honestly, I haven't read it. I haven't dug deep into that but I did see when I was like skimming it that there's like it's not just words too there's like drawings and like there's um like there's like charts and graphs and stuff like that in the article in and of itself describing all of these so like that that's helpful that looked cool to me too so yeah but I'm sure there's even more expansion packs of it all out oh there. for sure i mean yeah you would need charts for this i mean when we talked about it last night you said you need more time to understand what we're even getting into it it's so true like what like what for example accountability <laughs> like yeah what does that actually look like though so much of life like we have like these buzzwords and then when push comes to shove what does that actually look like mm-hmm. like what even whenever you hear a love language what do you what does that mean? I think to you? of that bullshit. I you gotta touch someone even if you don't want to. I think about because mm. it's not that I don't like physical touch. That's not it. It's just when I think of moments where I feel a way about myself in relation to others because I'm not touching them mm-hmm. or how I touch them or 
how I used to touch them and how I touch them now. Like, it's so easy to, to get caught up into your own shit versus just having that conversation with that other person and mm-hmm. also knowing that that's just one way to express things. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, from romantic to platonic, there's just so much emphasis on, like, love being intertwined with physical touch. Mm-hmm. And so that's, like, the biggest news headline in my head. Yeah. Yeah. What I mean... I guess, like, uh, as we're, like, talking about it already, I'm, like, maybe a better way to, like, refer to what we're talking about, which is just, like, things that we've experienced that we, that, like, make us feel loved, right? Like, it's more of, like, a love recipe or something for me or for you or something Mm. like that. Potato, potato. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, I already kind of shared at the beginning what came up for what comes up for me mm-hmm. automatically whenever I hear it, like in the past. But now, yeah, it just kind of, I guess, I mean, I still agree with everything that I said before. But as alignment, I was it's giving trying alignment. to think, <laughs> as I was trying to think about like what to talk about, I guess I just kind of. I don't know. Honestly, I just wrote random shit down that, mm-hmm. like, I can't... That There's no me. wrong answers. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's it's one of those things I think you just find answers the longer you think about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, even further into the book, like, active listening. Mm-hmm. But there's so many different ways to show that. Like, some people, when they think they're actively listening to me, they're actually distracting me <laughs> from what I'm trying to say. Sometimes, it, depending on like, how you establish that rapport with somebody, or, yeah... It's sometimes the egging the on. Yeah, I see myself do it with other people too, where I like, I'm trying, like a new person, I'm trying to let them know, like, I'm listening. So I might be more apt to like verbal confirmation of that thing versus like knowing that I can't just like rest my face, stare into them, <laughs> <laughs> and just absorb it like the SpongeBob that I am. Yeah, it just, it'd be, we, we figure it out. But some mm-hmm. people, I'm like, yo, like, you're doing too much mm-hmm. while listening. Sometimes it's just too vigorous of a nodding of the head, and I'm like, not right. thinking about different things. At the yeah, whenever at the end of the day, I feel like you can tell just by looking at someone's face, like if they're like engaged or if they're like. But like some people are also good at faking it, so who knows? Yeah, I guess it becomes an energy <laughs> read at that point. Yeah, right? energy. That's yeah. what it is. Because I know that some people who might be doing something else, I know that they're still listening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it takes me a while to build that trust to know that. Right. Because if you just are doing that off the jump, if I'm talking to you and you're doing a whole different activity, I'm like, fuck, <laughs> fuck me, man. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Damn. It'd be like that. Um, yeah, but I like what you said before um, about how there's, like, so many different ways... Like, even if someone says, oh, you know, physical touch is really important to me or whatever, there's still so many ways, even within that Mm -hmm. um, or outside of that, to, like, show them um, affection. And it reminds me of one of the things that I wrote down under reciprocity is just, like, working with the ebb and flow to contract and release, like, where necessary or to, like, shift where necessary. Like... And I feel like it's hard because it requires both parties to, like, get the story that they had playing out of their head. Yeah. And I feel like, honestly, like, I've only recently, 
like, been able to really just, like, let those stories go. And, of course, they, like, still come into my head sometimes still, you know? And so then it's, like, working with them on on my end, like, basically having that conversation within those voices, like, in my head, like we talked about in the mm-hmm. um, self-love episode. But, yeah, like, sometimes maybe... And it's also, like, seasonal. Seasonal shifts. You know? Seasonal shifts. Like, maybe certain times of the year, like, in uh Yeah, just certain times of the year, like, they're, like we have more energy to, like, oh, do yeah, activities yeah. Mm-hmm. or to, mm-hmm. like, do things for our, like, loved ones, you know? Yeah. Or whatever it is. Um... And then certain times of year, it's just, like, less, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. And, being, and also, like, with <clears throat> grief, like, sometimes, like, someone in the relationship is, like, going through a grief, like, moment or, like, really deep in their grief. So then the other person, like, needs to kind of, like, flow a little bit more into areas mm. that maybe the person who's grieving, like, mm-hmm. was taking care of those things or was taking on that that role in the relationship or whatever Mm -hmm. um a lot of trust to be built in these things yeah and trusting like even if there is or especially when there is like an explicit conversation to trust what someone's saying yeah to trust that they have already trusted themselves to make sure that they're arriving Mm -hmm. with the we're with all and self-awareness to name what they're what they can do but even then it's like sometimes you can't really plan for this shit so even in the implicit trust in that Mm -hmm. yeah i mean and i guess it's like what is the like greater value i know values was one of the ones Mm. shared beliefs actually is what it's called in the uh, speaking from the heart Mm mm-hmm but what are those greater shared, like, beliefs, value systems, and, like, maybe even greater, like, purpose, like, life purpose, or, like, the thing that's, like, bigger than the two of you or three of you, however however many people are in the relationship, like, how, the thing that's greater than y'all that's keeping y'all together, like, your souls, um... So that even whenever there are, like, missteps in that trust, mm-hmm. you still have a greater purpose to drive you into rebuilding that trust. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's real. Yeah. That's raw. <laughs> Dude, That that's, like, such a big thing you got to have in common <laughs> with somebody, yeah. you know, to have and hope and try to have them an intent to have them in your life mm-hmm. oh yeah and how God. many times it's like those stories that we're saying in our head or whatever like those stories are the only belief system the only shared belief system or the only thing that we believe to be higher than us oh that is keeping us together that's good glue it's good glue, especially <laughs> if y'all are both clear about what the story looks like. Yeah, in a very like surface level way, right? Yeah. Of course, because still the stories are gonna look so different because they're stories. Mm-hmm. But 
it's really, really, really good glue. I mean, that's literally what we see on all reality TV. All reality t- Well, we both want marriage. We both want kids. We both right. want to travel together. Yeah. See the world. Build, build an empire. <laughs> like, the amount of times we yeah. hear this, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, bro... <laughs> So then whenever you get to a place where you're letting the stories in your head go, what's left? Well, with those kinds of stories, what is left? Right. Because if the story, if the ulterior story is marriage, okay, why do you want to get married? Because I love him. Or because I just wanted to be married by the time I was 30. Commitment. That's always like, I feel like what it goes, I want commitment and I want to build a family. No matter what. Everyone wants... Like, everyone wants... I, when I hear commitment, what I hear is, okay, you want security and safety. Mm-hmm. And then when you want to build a family, okay, you don't want to feel lonely. You want to feel a sense of belonging, mm-hmm. community. Um, and you can have both of those things. <laughs> yeah. No matter what. Speaking like, as someone who isn't married, right? Like... Last I checked. I have all those things. Right. But it's, it, it's, it's. But that goes into your values though that are different Mm -hmm. because someone could look at your life and be like, okay, sure. You have those things, but you don't have like this ultimate thing. You don't have the ultimate security and it just loops back to that core of like, and there's no right or wrong in that Mm -hmm. desire, Mm -hmm. but just your values are different and how those things come about. Mm -hmm. Freedom looks different to you and that doesn't necessarily always tie in with someone's idea of marriage Mm -hmm. not always but sometimes yeah Mm -hmm. wow that's a yeah that's a really big love language (laughs) that's like capital l (laughs) yeah okay i think another good love language (laughs) (laughs) oh stupid what is it is <laughs> what? Okay, now I'm gonna do a serious. Oh uh, no, 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 no! What were you gonna say? What were you gonna say? Like when the subtitles are on, and I don't have to ask. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I remember Tanya pointed that out when we were at the bar. And we were what we were watching Survivor, and I got the remote and turned Survivor on, and then I figured out how to put the subtitles on. But like, who doesn't want subtitles on at the bar? Anyway, you're all lying to yourself yeah. if you think that you're better than them or don't need them or think they get in the way. I do agree; they can, they do obstruct the view. Often, they have not made a universal approach to it, and that's very unfortunate. Right? We could all be exploring the world of font and really getting people into graphic design if we would just spark their interest and inspiration in the first screen that they have in their life. But anyway, I digress. Subtitles, like. Yeah, just put them on. Every time I'd be asking people, like, what, what did he just say? And they're like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, are, can we turn them on then? Damn, like, I don't want to. And then you also get bonus, bonus script. Mm-hmm. Like, they'd be telling you, oh, they're whispering indiscriminately over here. I'm like, I wouldn't have known. I couldn't hear that. Because <laughs> fucking TV people, when they made sound systems, I'm really getting in there right now. But when they made sound systems, they were like, you got to buy a, like, surround sound so you can hear the wispies. You know, because you got a a whole speaker over in the left side of your room. But we're not in the movie theater and we're not in like a home movie theater half the time. Mm-hmm. Tell me what everyone's saying. Shit. Mm-hmm. That's that. Also, pillow talk is fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think regardless of when, maybe you just took a nap with somebody. Maybe that's my other one too. 
taking a nap with somebody or just in general being horizontal talking with people <laughs> mm-hmm. is so good you, like you really get into places you wouldn't ordinarily and then combined with my other favorite love language soft lighting mm-hmm. now we have soft lighting there's pillows yeah maybe you just slept or maybe you're about to go to sleep but you could fall asleep mm-hmm. like watching a movie with somebody and knowing no one's gonna get mad if and when you fall asleep watching the movie that bandages my six-year-old soul mm-hmm. like straight up because back then at least someone's gonna pick you up and bring you up to your room doesn't mm-hmm. really happen as much these days no but we hope we wish we dream yeah we pray so just like cozy environment cozy environments mm-hmm. yeah yeah that is nice mm-hmm. i mean if we can get my dad to stop with the overhead lights like, <laughs> i'm gonna be so so grateful yeah like honestly yeah <laughs> it really would change our bisexual lighting is the way is the way like okay and then i get it because i remember one time we were at our friend's house and mm. we it was the morning time and i feel like in the morning we just get up and we turn on all the lights yeah and she was just like we don't need all that we don't like she just said to me like i went to turn on the lights and she's just like we don't we don't need all that yet like <laughs> just <laughs> the leave sun them is off. out the yeah the sun, sun is, is out, out. Exactly. let her do what like, she's when here the to light do. is out when the light is out outside just yes. let just use that light please <laughs> please um so yeah i i agree obviously also across the board when you have someone in your dream regardless of what happened in that dream i think it's so cute when people tell people you were my dream last night mm. hmm. yeah that does uh, that it, that does take an extra step for sure it is have you ever sensed that you were in someone's dream and they did or didn't tell you I can't really discern if it's a dream, but I can, I think I have a good sense over the, like the last two years of when someone is doing something witchy about me. Mm. Like there have been like at least several, not several, maybe just twice in the last couple of years where I felt like someone, I feel like someone's casting a spell on me right now mm-hmm. or they're like putting a lot of energy in towards getting my attention in some way. Mm-hmm. It felt like my thoughts, yeah, weren't necessarily like mine. Mm-hmm. for a minute but as far as dreams go i think it's not so much i can tell when somebody isn't telling me that they dreamed about me but they might tell me they dreamed about about me but they won't tell me what was going on for real for real in the dream like they'll leave things out hmm. maybe that's more the speed okay mm-hmm. hmm. um i love it whenever like people leave me notes love letters Mm-hmm. and notes sticky note yeah just on a napkin mm-hmm. anything saved for it becomes pebbling you know that penguin shit where like instead of a rock uh, like that little piece of paper mm-hmm. it's somewhere i remember two two of my friends that um were dating like one of them was like going through a rough time mm-hmm. but then like the one who was going through a rough time left the other one, like, a post-it note on the fridge that was, like, a heart. And then they were like, it's it's fine. Everything's going to be okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's all it took. <laughs> that is all it takes. <laughs> Just to ask to like you. Yeah, exactly. Fuck yeah. yeah. I really like encouragement. Mm-hmm. 
beyond social media, I think a rant, maybe it's a combination of like random words of affirmation, but like a little encouragement. Hmm. Honestly, especially from strangers. I don't know. I, that dog that came up to me today, I threw the ball for him and his person was like, damn, you got a good arm. I was like, mm-hmm. thanks ma. Like, <laughs> Mm. fuck yeah <laughs> friends for life I hope so um what else I oh I love it whenever someone organizes and or cleans a space yeah like yeah and also a step further than that is like whenever a clean when a space is like clean or organized or whatever mm-hmm. like and I feel like I'm typically the person to do this in general is just like making it really beautiful in some way Mm, mm -hmm. like getting fresh flowers and putting them out in a vase or making a little arrangement of some kind on the centerpiece (laughs) or putting some candles out putting out a little like table runner i don't fucking know you do <laughs> you'd be a little like doing a little chef's kiss everywhere yeah yes clean up. and it's like it really does change everything because then you're <laughs> looking at something beautiful everything like extra beautiful yeah like you're like i'm special oh <laughs> Because I don't just have a regular, degular old table right now. Yeah. I have fresh flowers. Fresh flowers go hard. Like. They go really hard. Oh, my God. I love it. I love it. Little fireworks in the home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think about decorating and how I'm, like, still learning my own inclinations for it. Especially in a seasonal way. I just <clears throat> turn off to it completely. But every time I do see <laughs> decorations, I'm, like... That is so nice. Mm-hmm. Like, the Sims weren't kidding when, like, one of the bars, the green bars you had to keep green to keep your Sim happy and alive was environment. Mm-hmm. And if you had your Sim in some house with, like, just a bed and mm-hmm. just a rug mm-hmm. and just a door. No. Call it a bedroom. I started to learn to put those little hanging towels out for my Sim. <laughs> I would do little candles next to his bedside table. I started treating them like the HGTV king and queens they were. Yeah. And like that shit was always green. And I was like, I ain't gonna worry about that shit. Yeah. And you know what? Some of y'all actually, when I start planning it, I think I'm gonna start being that bitch who will like change up the decor. Yes. Like I always think I have to get a new house. I'm like, no, treat it like your real life. You could just shed old and bring in the new right however whom whomstever literally yeah. like i love going to elena's house because Ugh, she's elena. always changing everything it's in there so nice it's literally i've slept in every single room in that house you have <laughs> oh my god oh my god i have too yeah yeah <laughs> it's been an adventure yeah that's so how many people can you say that about not like i don't think any other place they're like this is the guest room the guest and it's all stagnant guest like i've been inside my parents room like (laughs) probably like as many times as i have fingers Mm -hmm. like let someone else try out the primary suite (laughs) (laughs) i'm asking politely No, but y'all don't need all that room. That's the thing. Like, what are you actually doing with all that? That's space? what I'm saying. Why are bedrooms so fucking big? Y'all don't do activities in there. There's no fucking never desk touched. in there. Like, that's what. <sighs> that's why I love like that. The 
primary suite in Elena's house, like it oscillates between like a room they sleep in, a like a like a sound room. Mm-hmm. Like it had all Cairo's instruments in there at one point, mm-hmm. and like it's just it's ever changing because there's there's space for it's it. It's wonderful. Just in how I really like living in a house where like people go and do things, whether or not they go far, I don't care, but like the the movement of energy throughout the house also doubles when we talk about and think about feng shui. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not going to pretend to say or know that I know much about it, but I do know (laughs) that I feel it, you know, when things move around in the room Uh and you just walk in and like every time I would change around my bedroom growing up, I felt like a god yes i was like look at how much this is better brighter smarter faster stronger right now like mm-hmm. i am a genius mm-hmm. and i would think that way every single time even if it landed back to where it origin like it originally was mm-hmm. like it, it didn't fucking matter yeah yeah change so things up. do you always have your bed facing the door always always i think it's creepy when you don't uh-huh i don't like that energy fair if i can't see who's in there <laughs> when i'm in there yeah i don't like that (laughs) fair (laughs) i matched it but yeah on in addition to that i like when people mop and it's not me Mm -hmm. like cleaning yeah yeah i mean but specifically mopping Mm. it's one of those activities i sometimes enjoy Mm -hmm. but it's great when like a lot of people enjoy it because it the floors need to be mopped. They really do. All, and like, that is always think. something that just gets, like, tossed by the wayside, I Absolutely. Because they're, like, when, they're like, oh, well, we swept, so there's not shit on the floor anymore. It's I like... Mean, but you're like, in here not, with your shoes! But it's not actually clean, clean. Sometimes we come in here with our shoes when we just think, oh, I'm just grabbing something from upstairs. Mm-hmm. That doesn't just go away. No. Like, I can only play the out-of-sight, out-of-mind game with germs, but so much in my life. Yeah. And when I think about mopping and how like it would be nice to feel confident to be able to pick up something off the floor that fell off when i was cooking something and i could still eat it without having to like do a little prayer and like so right. five second rule what the fuck yeah that would be nice yeah oh my gosh i remember i had one roommate who loved cleaning like that's so wonderful loved it probably as much or more even than i do and like the difference is that like she would she would generally clean all the time but then she would like get into these spurts of like deep deep cleaning and i would just like (laughs) leave for the day i would come home and it would be like oh my god everything was perfect (laughs) like it was perfectly placed perfectly like mopped swept like Mm. washed down like it was just you could lick it feeling yeah you you could lick it it was the best feeling (laughs) that's lollipop cleaning method you could lick it (laughs) true um dude what when people give me lotion uh-huh that's a love language lotion yeah like you're out somewhere and you're like borrowing their lotion like or borrowing people's lotion people gift it to you like just lo- shared lotion uh-huh is really special because mm-hmm. like soft skin is underrated it is oh my gosh and if you moisturize like this time of year Dude. Moisturize, moisturize, moisturize. I was telling you in the car, I never felt more firm than when I saw an ad in my email saying Volva moisturizer, we're sold out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, <gasps> we do need to be like moisturizing our Volvas. Mm-hmm. Like, not just in the winter, but I was like, damn, why I feel a type of way? I'm like, bro, it's dry as fuck out here right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not immune. 
<laughs> and you're getting older, bro. <laughs> so moisturize yeah. everything between Definitely. the toes. Yeah, I think I'm just realizing how expensive lotion is lately. It mm-hmm. just has always been to me. So I'm like, when I get free lotion for my birthday or Christmas, I'm always like, mm-hmm. this is so great. As long as you like the scent of it, though. That That is make or break. But I've, no one's ever missed with me. Really interesting. Yeah. I've definitely gotten lotions that I'm like, I'm never going to use this. Yeah. Well, I think if you stray away from Bath Body Works like green apple shit, then I think it's kind of hard to miss. What are people I sending you? I disagree completely. I mean, to be <laughs> fair, you like sweeter smelling things more than I do. For like, lotion you specifically. love French vanilla and shit like that. Well, that's for everything. <laughs> that's not too sweet. It's very sweet smelling to me. It is. <laughs> I feel like I'm learning something new about you right now. <laughs> I subject you to a lot of French vanilla, bro. <laughs> Damn. He's like... Oh, frosting i'm like having a good time (laughs) (laughs) my bad but that's why i just i i fear towards just like scent free scent free yeah that's what i use i use scent free lotion you never noticed that that whole bucket of lotion that that can be okay that can be okay sleepover Uh, lotion doesn't have to be scented Uh uh-huh but my one of my other love languages is making an effort to smell nice. Uh-huh. I don't care if it comes from lotion, but a nice cologne, a nice perfume, or w- salve, whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. Just good smells. Mm-hmm. So it's, a, I, it's okay about your lotion. But, like, okay, here's the thing with this. <laughs> What's the thing? I like the way I smell. Like, my, I love my natural body odor. Even my, like, if it's, like, B.O. or whatever, or what some people would say is B.O., I'm like, it truly doesn't bother me like because it's you right so then i'm like i'm just like putting an extra effort to like mask myself for other or compliment it why has it got to be a rejection because i feel like a lot of those products always do feel so intense to the point that they feel masky to me i i've always had trouble finding a deodorant that i felt was like a collaboration between (laughs) me and my armpit (laughs) okay all right it's like it's a mask it's like we are gonna smell like this now i like it though i like it (laughs) because i yeah it reminds me of my grandpa where like every time i hugged him i got like his special smell Mm -hmm. i like having a special smell Hmm. and see i like i like the natural like maybe okay well here's the thing what is anyone's (laughs) natural body smell i don't even know what do you you mean because in my brain i'm like well i just love the way that like my mom's pillow smells oh or i love the way that like my nana's house smells there's definitely a recipe for it i always thought my mom smelled like fresh linen towels until i got up close and personal with the snuggies like laundry detergent i was like oh she just (laughs) smells like this that's why i buy that fabric softener okay Hmm. There's always something like potpourri, right? Or the smell of yeah, it's usually detergent. Mm-hmm. I have discovered a lot of brands I'll never buy through other people's use of detergents. Oh, because you don't want to smell. I don't them. like that smell at all. <laughs> or you or, don't like that person. Porque no los dos. <laughs> Damn. Porque no los dos. Yeah, what about food gift cards specifically, I think really speak to me. Mm -hmm. Like, even if, that's letting me know, even if you're not there to eat that, 
that thing with me, you still want me to get fed. Mm-hmm. That's deep. Yeah. The thing about gift cards is you're always going to end up spending money at the place. Oh, that's yeah, what yeah, that's what drives me nuts about gift cards. <laughs> that's why you got to get them for places you're already going to go anyway, because the cycle just continues and right. you don't have to worry about that. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. But how often do we eat out? Okay, it could be Amazon. <laughs> okay. But I do feel you. In the sense of it just feels like more of a coupon than anything else. It's just like, it's uh, it's such a like sneaky capitalist thing. You, know? <laughs> you can spend your money, but only It here. really is. It locks it's in money. Sneaky. Yeah, it's giving. And it's that's why places giving will away do. Giving away layaway. <laughs> places will do all these different deals to get you to buy gift cards. They'll be like, yeah. you can get a $20 gift card for 15 bucks. Look, it's five free dollars. Then the person gets the gift card and they spend 30 extra bucks. <laughs> it's honestly genius. I'm like, I w- as you were saying that, I was like, should we be giving out gift cards or something? <laughs> it's brilliant. It's, yeah. But yeah, it's fucked. Okay. Yeah. Um, but cooking something new. Cooking something new. Or teaching me how to do it. Like teaching yes. me how to cook your favorite meal or something. I remember my first date with my ex was we cooked uh, something new together. And then wow. it was like turned into this like thing where every time that I cook it to this day, I think about him. Every time. What is it? Eggplant parmesan. Eggplant parmesan. It's good. Yeah, very good. Yeah. I think cooking, I mean, with this, the slippery slope of cooking in a romantic sense, Mm -hmm. I think about if you start cooking with them and they start teaching you how to eat, you start smoking weed with them and you watch or listen to really good music, it can just become this whole other dimension. I remember one time Elena was talking about that. He just like get like lost in the sauce of that i'm digressing but it, I'm, <laughs> I'm saying though like uh-huh. it can be a lost in the sauce situation yeah okay. but what if it's not like a new crop like if you came up to me and you were like i just learned how to cook this thing while you were away over the weekend i want to teach you how to cook it yeah like yeah aka i love you yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely <laughs> uh <laughs> info dumping is some real good shit it's when it's consensual. Abs- I was, yeah, gonna say, <laughs> yeah. When someone's like, I know a lot about this topic, but I'll stop myself before I get into it. I'm like, okay, then thank you for letting me give you full permission to mm-hmm. tell you. I want to hear everything you know about that. Right. <laughs> Let it all out. Let's hear it. Mm-hmm. Or if someone's like, can I rant to you for a sec? Yes. Which leads me to my other, other almost top three, but definitely in the top top love languages voice notes with mostly laughing like if you can barely tell me your joke on the voice note it's the best day of my life over here i'm telling you i'm giggling i'm re-listening to it i oof, that's one of my favorite things ever and one of my favorite things to send too if i'm like a little lit in any kind of way mm-hmm. substance related or not i'm just like being able to send someone a goofy ass voice note mm-hmm. that's lit yeah it is really fun like i remember we did a voice note where we were recording ourselves like make um make music with cairo cairo and elena are coming up a lot this (laughs) but elena was like okay (laughs) elena was like okay this time we're all gonna laugh yeah i I have it okay good i recorded it because oh man that that was pretty funny that was great damn 
Yeah, I, I agree with that for sure. Ooh, another one. Shakola hmm. does this too. FaceTiming me while you're at the concert, you know that I want to be at too. That <laughs> <laughs> is so special. Whether it's the show is on or not, I'm like, I feel like I'm there. For me, it's like I understand the sentiment, but I just normally the connection is so shit. It's like it's the gesture. I get that, but I don't know. I guess it depends what headspace I'm in at the time. Because okay. there Maybe have been right times now. where people have done that, and I've been like, "I roll. Why? Why even call me? Just be there. Just be present." <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> like I can't see shit. Okay. You're focusing on okay, your Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, we get it. You would get that. I'm like, I don't feel the love in the room right now. Okay, her. No, but sometimes it's fun and silly. I feel like you're just saying that. <laughs> no, sometimes it is fun and silly. Sometimes. Okay, okay. That maybe. Yeah, I agree. Because also another instance of that is when somebody calls me out of the blue to settle a bet or a gamble. No. Or to settle an argument. I like that. Wrote me into anything you're involved with. Call me to be the tiebreaker opinion. Oh, I love that shit. Okay. Yes. I'm glad you wanted my opinion to be the opinion. Happy to give it. I just rolled my eyes. You did. You did. <laughs> I love whenever people want to do stuff outside with me. Yeah. <laughs> like connecting to the earth in some way or like if they're like let's do a let's repot all my plants that's cute or like let's name my plants or something like that (laughs) something related to plants earth connection plant daddy i love it yeah that's cute I because mean, yeah, that just that just shows me like if you're connect if you're invested in your connection to the earth, you're invested in your connection with me. <gasps> <laughs> you are. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I see it. Okay, that's how it is. <laughs> that's how it is. Confirm. Yes, sir. <laughs> I felt that. I was like, we like getting into it right now. The collective, yeah. Yeah. Because going for a walk is always cute. I feel like that's the easiest way to talk to people, too. Like, just let me walk next to you and kick rocks. <laughs> and, like, come in and out of listening to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, there, and it can just, like, the conversation can flow. Yeah, because it's more than just the conversation itself. It's, like, how are we noticing what's around us or mm-hmm. what's within us? Because, yeah, anything can... Pro- I feel like you invite the universe into the conversation when you do that. Yeah. When there's more than just a table in between you, it's, like, okay, anything I'm thinking about or interacting with is a part of this exchange, mm-hmm. not just what we're coming up with. Yes, mm-hmm. and it, it makes it easier for me to be present, like taking exactly. the deep breaths. It's like, oh, I see a cloud, and I'm like instantly like, <sighs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Which, yeah. Parallel play, when someone's just in the room with me, and they're not really like doing what I'm doing, but they're just among me mm-hmm. in my energy, mm-hmm. mutually. Mm-hmm. I love that shit. Mm-hmm. Third spaces. That's why we want them. We all just want to be parallel play with, like, people in our neighborhoods. Mm. See, it's interesting because I feel like you and I have obviously talked about this Mm. before. Like, I like that sometimes, but sometimes I'm like, I'd rather us 
be like spend time together if we're gonna be together (laughs) but then like you know yesterday when we went to the library and we were just like working or whatever doing our own things like I loved that Mm -hmm. because it was still like we went to the library together intention intention yeah if you slide into parallel play sometimes it is just body doubling which for some people that's the same kind of happiness that they get from parallel play but literally just your body's in here Mm-hmm. And I could be doing something and you're just, just, yeah, I'm hanging on your presence alone while mm-hmm. I'm doing something. Because I know, like, a lot of friends would be like, hey, like, they, like, body doubling while they're cleaning. Come over while I clean my room. You don't have to clean. I'll just be in my room mm-hmm. while I do it. Mm-hmm. But I get it. With the whole intention thing, it does change things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the only other one I have uh, that... Yeah, pretty much the the only other one that I have is, like, starting a project um, or some kind of routine or something together. Like, how we mm-hmm. started our writing practices together once yeah. a week. Yeah. Like, that. That started things. Uh-huh. Because it, then it's like, all right, let's just invest in this thing, even if it seems like a little thing. It's mm-hmm. like, well, let's really commit to it, you know? And yeah. like. Hold each other accountable. Yeah, and it feels like it's really, like, let's see, like, where this relationship could go based off, like, Mm -hmm. let's invest a thing into it, even if it does feel really small. It certainly opens up the portal to other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If, yeah, that's kind of, like, my number one way of, like, where are we going in any direction in my relationships. It, as soon as we invite writing and reading into the thing, Mm -hmm. that's when it's, like, a question mark. Mm-hmm. Where we go next, it's collaboration. Yeah. But ideally up. What about Ooh. you? Yeah, giving someone the last bite or the first sip. <laughs> that's a big... That's a big one. Yeah. I always don't want to share my favorite candy bars when I get them, but then, like, when I offer you the last bite, <laughs> it's because I struggled to offer you it all. Yeah, see, I'm glad that you brought that up <laughs> because... I never knew that meant that much to you. Yeah. I just never really give away. I never wait to give a bite. Like, if I know I want to give a bite, I'm like, well, let me just give you a bite now before I, like, so that I can just be with my meal. I'm hoping to get up to that point when it comes (laughs) to candy bars specifically. Like, first bite of my meal, whatever. Uh But when it's a candy bar, I legitimately just don't want to do it. Uh Uh-huh. And then I get to that <laughs> next to last bite. And I'm like, I could just make peace with still having some in my mouth right now and give someone mm-hmm. who hasn't had this before this bite. Mm-hmm. That's why I say like first sip. Because it's like, why would I give the last sip of my drink? That's disgusting. Right. But you can get the best sip. You can get the first <clears throat> sip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. When people are singing with you like the rent is due, <laughs> that's always great. Like more singing. Mm-hmm. When people share or show each other their favorite movies or shows. Like, when someone tells me, like, this movie means a lot to me, it's, like, coded and embedded into me, I'm like, I watch it with a different pair of eyes. But I like knowing that beforehand. Mm-hmm. The game nights go really hard. <laughs> they could go on all day, y'all. Yeah, I got four more. <laughs> so shut up. <laughs> uh, late night cars talks or car drives <laughs> with a good playlist maybe some weed mm-hmm. you know responsibly why so. late night it's just hotter at night okay it, no actually no 
it's the it's the coverage of night that affords vulnerability. Hmm. We can go for a day drive. It's it's just a, it's a different vibe. Mm-hmm. I prefer late night drives. I did those a lot in high school. Mm-hmm. I think that's just what it comes back down to. We mm-hmm. couldn't drive during the day. We were in school. Mm-hmm. All right, music sharing. Mm-hmm. When someone sends you a song they think you'll like, or is this a song that they like and want to share it? Mm-hmm. But adding a caption to anything that you send to somebody as like a means of sharing, whether it's a hyper specific meme or something. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty lit. And then my last, my last one, is a good hearty hug. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hugs go hard when done thoughtfully. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hugs are great. Yeah, I think I don't know if it was recently, but like sometime in the in this last month or so, I like experienced a hug where I was like, I wish we didn't hug. Yeah, and I was I mean, reminded yet again like how much I love a fucking good hug. Right. Yeah. It's like if the hug's gonna be awkward, let's just not even do it. Right. And it's like you know before going into my arms if you want to be there or not. Mm-hmm. Just be real about it. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the only other thing on this like back to that author from Anne Hotter Ship, the eighteen love languages. The only other one I would really want to like put out there is because i don't know what bestowing means mm-hmm. so i'm bringing that one up and also underrated emotional labor i feel like we all do a lot for our families when it comes to this or a lot for our like friends i think who sometimes can overstep in it or like vice versa but when people are down to perform emotional labor for and with you mm-hmm. listen oh that's love yeah definitely mm-hmm. there's nothing better than like whenever i really just need to talk to someone about something and it just be about me for 30 minutes or whatever and then one of my friends is like yep i'm down let's do it yeah Yeah. let's get into it i love that yeah so there you have it friends family all the different ways you are likely receiving and giving love yeah around the most wonderful time of the year lucky Mm -hmm. you definitely yeah and if y'all have any other resources about this uh let us know. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of resource sharing. Yes. Two things. Let's have it. One, there is a cool new queer podcast that I listened to recently called Human Insights. Uh, human is spelled H-U-M-X-N. Mm. And yeah, they kind of, their insights are just different things that they're engaging with or different things that have come up over the past week whether it be books um tv shows movies articles podcasts um things like that they also do a gender of the week which is really (laughs) funny and Mm -hmm. yeah give them a listen if you're looking for some new some new podcasts to get some inspo from Mm -hmm. yeah all right and secondly I would like to uplift the Patreon. Yes. <laughs> www.patreon.com slash queer retrograde. Type that shit in. Sign up because we are upgrading. Okay. <laughs> we have things to offer you beyond what we already do each and every day. Boo boo. Get up in the website because tonight, hopefully, hopefully you're there. I mean, this episode will obviously be published after the fact, but we're having our first queer our queer retrograde meetup. We're going to talk to people about these episodes or whatever they want to talk about too. You know, a collab effort, no more top down. This is co-leadership y'all. <laughs> so join us. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Again, patreon.com backslash queer retrograde. 
And as always, thanks for listening, fam. Bye. <laughs> Please, dear God, keep the gay agenda alive and tell your gay friends about this gay-ass podcast. Bless, bless, bless.